With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. As I said, we'd like to welcome all of those listeners and the upcoming listeners starting to come today for this morning's Bishop Q's community call. Welcome to Second Chance Radio. This is Bishop Q, Quentin Jordan of Second Chance Christian Center, uh, Dayton, Ohio. And we hope that you are here to hear the Word of God for Wednesdays, 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 Wisdom. This is one of those days that you we call hump day, but this is also the day of the Lord that we recognize and understand the power and the presence of the Almighty God. Now, for those of you who are listening to the message in the recorded uh, sessions, uh, be sure to check us out early in the morning for the live sessions. If you are listening to us recorded, please give us a, a note, leave us a message uh, on TalkShoe. Also, give us an opportunity to respond. Let's go before the throne of grace this morning so we can know and uh, hear directly from God. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for your time and your patience, and we thank you for this day, Lord. For things that are, when we start off our day, you say, in all thy ways acknowledge you, and you should direct our path. Well, Lord, we're acknowledging you this morning. Again, we're acknowledging you this morning to give us supernatural wisdom and understanding for a time that we may sit and praise and worship your name, Lord. You said, because that if we commit our works unto you, you would give us the desires of our heart. And, Lord, as you direct our day this morning, Lord God, we thank you for the supernatural wisdom that you have to give us. This we ask in your son's name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Well, we've been talking about prayer, and we want to look at quite a few other things concerning prayer. I know it's been a blessing. For each and every one who's in the body of Christ to sit and listen and even to be encouraged about what's going on. A lot of times we tend to forget. I'll say that, say that again. We tend to forget certain things when it comes down to prayer. And unconsciously, because we tend to forget, we make mistakes. I'll say that again. We make mistakes. We don't want to keep making mistakes, but what we want to do is we want to find out the truth and understand how things are working as God gives us supernatural wisdom. So we're waiting for God's time. That's what we're doing. We're waiting for God's timing, and we're listening to what God has to say so that we are very sure about what to do and how to do it. That's the blessed part. That's the blessed part about God. He He actually gives us understanding as to what to do and how to do it as we step in line with what his word says. It is one of those most uh, powerful things in our lives, and that is that we decide, again, we decide of how to do things. 
getting things exactly what God said, not doing things the same old, same old. Because if we keep praying the same type of prayers, listen, we keep praying the same type of prayers and not getting results, then obviously those are the wrong prayers. (laughs) That's right, those are the wrong prayers. And what we want to find out and what we want to make sure is what are the types of prayers that God wants us to pray? Why? Because of the fact that God wants us to be sure, wants us to be sure to get our results. Because God is not an author of confusion. Notice it said God is not an author of confusion. Because he's not an author of confusion, he's going to give us insight as to what to do. Well, let's go to the Bible this morning. Let's start off very clearly. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 8. The book of Acts chapter 8. This is a very clear uh, a very clear book. I want 8.5. I want to make sure that we, we have some idea of what's going on. Uh, the book of Acts is one of those, is the Bible that gives us things that have happened right after the disciples were, um, after Jesus had died, and right after Jesus had died, he, they had received the Holy Ghost. So after they had received the Holy Ghost, then it was a time for them to uh, receive and go about what was necessary. In other words, they began to use the power and the teachings that God and Jesus had given them, given, given them, so they began to use it while Jesus was not here on this earth but while he had already ascended into heaven. Again, looking at Acts chapter 8, verses 5 through 8. Let's read this, and it goes like goes like this. I want us to make sure we know what's going on. It says, Then Philip went down to... Um, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto him things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, or demons, and were tending, many were taken with palsies, and that were lame and were healed. And there was a great joy in that city. There was a great joy in that city. Now, listen to this carefully. There was a great joy based off of what Philip had done. Again, based off of what Philip had done. You see, the disciple Philip was a man of God, very much like you and me, yet he was used by God in such a powerful way. Unclean spirits came out of those who were possessed. They cried, cried loudly as they left. One of the key things is we looked at the lame were healed in various numbers as Philip preached, but the people believed, and there was great joy as a result of that. Now, the miracles came through what? What was the key to the early church? Let's look at this. What was the key to the early church? The key, and how we can have it manifested in our own churches today, in our own ministry, key is committed, dedicated, self-sacrificing prayer. If we were to look at chapter 6 of Acts, verse 4, it says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Prayer, whose foundation is led 
uh, laid in the word of God, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. That's chapter 2 of Acts, verse 42. See, because of the fact that the, the way prayer is set up, prayer is, and I want you to listen closely, prayer is a relationship. It's communication based off of relationship. Again, it's communication based off of relationship. Communication is two ways. It's uh, one speaking and the other listening. Again, one speaking and the other listening. We want to make sure that we catch that. One speaking and the other listening. If we're to look again at uh, chapter 6 of Acts, verse 4, it says that when we give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word, that's when supernatural miracles occurred. Supernatural miracles occurred because of that. Continually in prayer. Paul says in the Bible that we're to pray continuously or pray without ceasing. How is that having an attitude of prayer? In other words, every day that we're looking around, that we're at our jobs, that we're at our schools, uh, we're at the grocery store, we're at the 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 um, the car lot, the old change place, the the uh, where you purchase the car repair, at the hospital, at the doctor's office, continually in prayer, not in the sake of an emergency only, but just a habit of going into prayer at every time. Why? Because our attitude is of prayer. Now let's go and look back at Acts chapter two, verse forty-two. Acts two. 42, because that is the the rest of that continuous portion, Acts 2.42, because as we look back, we want to say, well, how is it that in during their prayer that they were so powerful? Because they did pray. Well, let's find out why and how. Let's look, and it says, the apostles... Well, uh, the, but yeah, the apostles in verse 42 of chapter 2, it says, they continually or continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. So back in chapter 6, it says, but we give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. So as they prayed, they prayed the word of God. And... While they were there, they did, as they broke bread, according to verse 42 of chapter 2, they continued in the uh, apostles' doctrine. In other words, some of the basic rules of of what the apostles did. And then they fellowshiped with one another. Brothers and sisters of Christ of strong, strong, strong faith. See, some people will say, well, I don't need to hang or I don't need to go to church. Well, uh if your church is dead, yeah, you don't need to hang around a dead church. But if your church is alive and well, then those are some of the people you need to hang around with. Those people who have a standard of believing in prayer, have a standard in cleaning up their lives by asking for forgiveness, uh, have a standard of doing the right thing at the right time at the right place in prayer and in study of the Word. Those are the people you hang around. Those are the people that where it says, Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God, according to Romans chapter seven, verse uh, ten, verse seventeen. So you're hearing the word of God preached. You're hearing the word of God taught, and you, as you hear that, 
then you are getting some foundation. So hanging around the right people, that's exactly how Philip got things to occur. That's exactly how. You know, every time we go into an area of prayer, the most key thing in that is the one how we how are we to pray? There is a prayer of intercession where we're praying uh, as a mediator for someone else. In other words, this person doesn't know how to pray or what to pray for, and we stand in their place and we pray for them. So let's look at that carefully. Every powerful move of God has always been preceded by intercessory prayer. One of the modern-day examples of the of a man that moved mountains for God was a man who was deceased now by the name of Charles Finney. He understood well beyond the intercession how he offered up prayer before each of his historic crusades. It says Charles Finney was a lawyer. Now get that. Charles Finney was a lawyer, so he knew how to interpret uh, the law. But he also knew the power of the power of attorney. That's where using someone's name in um, as a record and you have the power to use their name. Well, it says in the name of Jesus, we have the power to use Jesus' name because we have the real legal right because we're sons of God. It says through that time, God saved uh, Charles Finney, and he learned some things of God in his latter years learning them well enough that every time that he prayed, that in the time of his prayer, that miracles occurred. In the many places where he went, he went, entire communities were completely won for Jesus Christ. Every bar, every type of theater, theater uh, theatrical or movie place was closed down. People would be working at their jobs and would fall under the power of God as it swept through the town in revival. There were people that said when the foreman would come and ask what is going on and what's happening here, the people would answer, haven't you heard? Charles Finney, three nights ago, started a meeting in the Little Red Schoolhouse. And people would walk down the street and be slain under the Spirit. They would have to call for Finney. They would bring him to the factories, and the people would be slain under the power of the Spirit. And they would stop the work, and Finney would preach the message of Jesus Christ to them, and the whole factories were converted. What was the secret? Prayer. He would go off into the woods and travail in intercessory prayer. He would even pray in front of people. Sometimes they would have thought that he was insane. He would literally roll before God on the ground. I'm not making a doctrinal, a doctrinal case about this, but that's exactly what he did. That, in other words, I'm not saying that we got to roll on the ground to do that. But he did that just for the intercession for revival in this community. So you're saying, what are we to do in our situation? Well, Charles Finney did that, and what we're to do in our situation is to be committed to have a scheduled prayer time, a scheduled prayer time to pray for the what? Pray for the loss, to pray for the loss. Now, listen carefully. Every Wednesday, Second Chance Christian Center prays for the lost in our in, in our city around 7 o'clock. We're saying, well, is anything happening? Guess what? Our consistency in prayer will produce. Why? Because God's word says, God's word says, his word will not go void. Isaiah fifty five eleven. His word will not go void. And as we're praying consistently, God's word will work. Why? It has to. It has to. Because it will not go void. It will not return void. It will not just be 
uh, haphazard stated words. God doesn't speak useless words. So for God to say, uh, pray for the lost, he meant what he said, and he said what he meant. So as we go before God here this Wednesday for Wednesday morning, wisdom, Second Chance Christian Center, as we pray, we pray for the wisdom of God. We pray for the lost so that the lost will be saved. As they walk past Second Chance, they will be saved. As they come down, listen carefully, as they come down uh, from, the, from their apartment, that the building that we're in, that they will be saved. As they walk past the building, they will be saved. How come that can't be? That can't happen everywhere. Well, guess what? It can, based off of where you are. You can have that kind of thing in your home. You can have that kind of thing at your job. You can have that kind of thing uh, at your workplace, at your school, wherever you are. Wherever you are, you can have that kind of thing. Well, how come isn't well, your question is why is it not working? Well, let's. let's we have to figure that out. Well, one of the number one things we have to do to have it working in our situation, our location, is we got to go before God. Go before God. Ask him. And then after we ask and repent for some of the things that we've done in the past, straighten up our ideas and our thinking. Notice I said straighten up our ideas and our thinking and just expect God to do what he said he would do. Why? Because God is an answer to prayer. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. That's what we have to get in the mindset. What kind of prayers are we praying for intercessory when we're praying for the lost? We're praying intercessory prayers. In other words, we're praying interceding for someone. In the, uh, we're the in-between. We're the in-between. We're praying for the lost. So let's go and do that right now. And I want you, wherever you are, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this message, the talk show, uh, Bishop Q's community call, I want you to pray right now, with, along with me, Father God, that's right, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I'm praying for this, the Miami Valley in the state of Ohio. I'm praying for the Miami Valley, that the lost that are around, that the lost, the north, south, east, and the west, the lost that are around, Lord God, that are surrounding around the people of Second Chance, the pastors, the children, the members, everyone that was represented, everyone that's represented, Lord God, that they will be vessels. They will be vessels used by you, Lord. Put, a, put your presence around each member, Lord God, to convict. Holy Ghost, convict the stranger. Convict the sinner. Convict the worried. Convict the hated. Convict the, the, the part, the people that are causing problems, convict them based off of our presence, Lord. Rest, root, and abide inside our hearts and minds and bodies. Let our thoughts be your thoughts, Lord. Let our words be your words so that everything that we say, everything that we pray, everything that we think about, Lord, will be focused on you. This day, Lord, let your presence rule and reign wherever we are today so that supernatural miracles will occur. And we believe in by faith right now as we sign this with a covenant of blood with the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we'd like to thank you for praying that prayer in agreement. 
We just went into agreement with that. But we prayed that prayer for the loss. Remember, Second Chance Radio, Bishop Q's radio call, uh, will be on next Wednesday at 6 a.m. This is a time for Wednesday Wisdom. Again, Wednesday Wisdom. And remember, all things are possible to those that believe. In Jesus' name, amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.